Hello and welcome to the Beyond Busy show, the show for building a balanced and productive life. I'm your host Shagal Sajjan. This is the very first episode of the Beyond Busy show. So if you haven't heard of me before because I haven't hosted any show before, if you feel like anything missing in this episode or upcoming episode, please forgive me for that. Consider me as a noob in the showbiz, but I promise I'll try to make it better as we go. So let's jump into today's topic. So today's topic, I'm going to discuss about a book that's called Building a Second Brain by Tiago Ford. This book actually contains a lot of areas like file management, note taking, connecting ideas, or maybe like fighting procrastination. There are a lot of things that are actually included in this book. And main concept is setting your brain free. and using your digital devices as a second brain to keep notes to find out patterns to start creating things and like incubating ideas so when i first heard of this title the first thing that came to my mind is okay this is going to be a book on how to create a proper to-do list or how to make a proper calendar list so it'll be like instead of you remembering your friend's birthday your phone will do or like instead of you remembering your grocery list your phone will do that and then i watched one of the interview with the author and in which he actually mentions how he manages the files and notes and everything so i thought maybe it's a book regarding how to take notes and how to handle a file structure then i started reading the book then i realized it it's kind of all together like it has really good points and there are four points i really liked which was really useful for me also i'll give you the overall structure of the book and how you can build a second brain so that you can actually start building a second brain just listening to the podcast also if you prefer a blog version of this podcast i've also written a blog about today's topic you can go to the link shagalsajid.com/tbbs/1 that is s h a g a l s a j i d dot com slash tbbs slash one tbbs for the beyond busy show and one for the first episode so let's dive into it you can actually use the second brain for three purposes one is store your memories take notes second one is connecting ideas when you have a lot of ideas saved in your second brain you can actually use this idea connecting in between and use it for the third point creating new things just think of the scenario if you are trying to write a blog or if you are trying to write a novel first thing you have to gather the information so that actually goes as your memory aid you'll collect all the idea and if you have any story ideas that you'll actually try to make make note of before you forgetting it then as a second thing connecting your points you'll see various points and see how the alternate ending will work for you or different versions of the style that will actually work for you on different topics that actually works for your blog and then third one you actually create this blog for that one it is actually mentioned like two strategies to overcome the fear and procrastination which I'll also explain so uh, let me start with the first point using the second brain as memory aid in the book like the first one memory aid is actually gone in real depth but i'm not going into that direction but i'll just have a notes on it uh, if you go to my blog so the main strategy that i found from this area how we actually organize the notes and files so that's where the author has proposed his strategy called para method it's an acronym p a r a p stands for project a stands for area r stands for resources and again a stands for archive 
how it works is like instead of creating a note taking system with the tags and like various folders you can create just for folders and you can organize all your notes inside of that so the first folder project it will actually have currently ongoing projects like okay let's say if you're working on a blog post which is you are currently underwriting that will actually goes into the project folder or if you are working on a proposal uh, that actually you have to give it to a client that actually goes to the project if you are studying your notes and everything for this particular semester that will actually go into the project or if you are going through an examination all the study materials that you keep will also go for this project folder then comes the area folder in area folder it will have important things but it does not have a specific timeline so for example let's say i have a goal for this year so instead of putting into the project i'll be putting into the area let's say uh, by end of this year i need to make this these changes so i'll have it in the area folder because i really don't need to look into that every single day and similarly if you have any like let's say tax papers tax calculation all these kind of things you can do if you have an annual budget that you plan for that you can do there and similar to that if you're trying to learn something in this year so you can actually do that or if you have a travel plan that you're going to make this year so you can also have it in there then the r is for resource folder the resources folder are for like i would say for documents for example so these are not super important in any other situation but it's really good if we can easily retrieve it so that is the idea so for example my college certificate i know uh, my certificate will be important but i will not be having any specific use for that in this year unless i'm looking for a different job so those kind of things so maybe your certifications in some of the project or tools you worked on you have a certification on that you can actually g- give it there maybe some of the courses you have done or maybe some of the documents that you need to keep so those kind of things you can actually put in the area and also like if you have any bookmarks and you can also consider one thing which is called engineering wiki so which is like every time that you came across a new problem and how you solved it if you have a habit of documenting it this is the place you can actually keep it so that also you can actually keep in mind and finally we will have the archive folder archive folder it's just as recycle bin but this time inside this archive folder we will have three folders name project area and resource it will be like once you're done with the project let's say the due date is today and you finished it you're done with it then you don't need that project file with you every time so you can actually move to the archive folder because there is less likely that you will be using it in a year or uh, it'll be required as like a certificates or documentation but like it's a project file so you'll move it to the archive folder inside the archive there is going to be a project folder inside that project folder you'll keep your project which is just finished similarly let's say area and you had some travel plans you are done with the travel and you came back now you have this files which does not have any purpose so you can actually move to the archive folder inside the archive you can put it in the area you know the useful part is let's say your friend is going for a similar travel and he want to plan something so in that case you have the files handy even though it's in archive it's not deleted folders so you can actually retrieve that folders and send it to your friend same goes to resource folder let's say if you worked on any particular tool the tool is actually expired it's no longer 
uh, valid for us those documentation you can actually move it to the archive because like it's okay to have but like we don't actually need it and similarly if you have done a certification and the date has expired so you can also move that into your archive folder it's okay anytime you want to have it you can actually go through the files and get this file back but this is actually not a required folder for you to have every time so for me i have used this architecture for a couple of months now and i must say it's really helped me i use this strategy in two places one is my note taking app and the second one is my file structure the benefit i got from this is i realized that i don't have that much of huge files when i put it into all four folders so it's hardly 6gb of data that i had which means i have a 15gb of free space in google drive so i created a synced folder in my laptop and i placed all these four files there and now it is synced across all the device so when i close the laptop and i uh, pick up my phone it's there and if i open another device it's there if i'm at my friend's place and if i'm borrowing his laptop if i log into my google account i can access my files from there as well so that was a huge success for me so if you also have like smaller files you can also try the same it's going to be really useful and also for the note taking also before that like i used to have lots and lots of notes here and there and usually i'll just create a note in the general folder so it'll be everything together and because it's so massive i couldn't even delete it so now when i moved to this structure my notes look super clean super neat and i know exactly where i place some of the files see one thing to remember here is that if you just have the parameter but if you're not storing anything this is not going to do anything useful for you so capturing the idea is really crucial here so in the book it is actually mentioned how some of the like songwriters came across lyrics and like maybe in a shower or anything and they'll immediately come out and type it in their phone or like maybe type it in a note and just go back and continue so similar to that whenever you have an idea whenever you come across a good point you need to create a habit of like storing into these structures so let's say you watched a youtube video and you found found it useful you can actually save it directly into your notes app or you came across an article that you felt really interesting you can actually store it or maybe you had an idea about uh, like something that you want to do you can actually try to have a jot it down in your list so that'll be helpful for you and also you need to create a review system like you can actually occasionally like once in a week or once in a month you can actually have a review process so that the things when you finish with it will actually go to the archive folder also the notes you have taken then will also be considered for good use so that is the key thing to remember here along with the parameter you also need to create a habit of taking notes even you can actually use something like pocket but if you use the notion it's a note taking app you can use this app and you can create shortcuts to you know quickly save your bookmarks into one page so that you can actually go to that single page and you'll see all the things you stored during the time and utilize that for parameter and you can actually find it like really useful and your desktop is going to look like super neat trust me the second use of the building a second brain is connecting between ideas so one of the strategy mentioned in this book that i liked it 
is actually Richard Feynman's dozen question method. So Richard Feynman is a legendary physicist and he has won Nobel Prize and this is his strategy how he solved his problem. So actually in the book it was mentioned way earlier but I think this is the perfect place to put that one and also this is how I'll be using it. So the strategy goes like this. Richard Feynman will prepare a 12 question his 12 favorite questions and every time he came across a new information he'll take that information and try to see whichever favorite problems he can actually solve with that one so that is his method for solving the problem and when you go through that book you can actually see most of the problems given as examples is not that heavy let's say how can i increase my income or how can i reduce my expenses or how can i learn more languages easily so those are the some of the example problems that is given not as like extreme quantum physics kind of problems you can actually do the same if you're writing a novel if you're writing a blog or if you're even creating a script for a movie or even making a song i also tried it in my way so i have like a couple of questions so every time that i read a book i actually see like if this book is helping me and everything and the same uh the idea of starting a podcast i had for like really long time but i don't know what exactly i'm gonna talk about then i had the same question then i started figuring out that's i would say like this is actually one of the reason i started doing the podcast so you can also start doing the same so you can actually it doesn't need to be a dozen question you can actually have your favorite questions it can be based on your hobby or your personal life just have it ready whenever you come across a new piece of information see if you can apply it to any of these things see if it's going to be helpful the third use for the second brain is creating new things so in this section even though like it actually explains like why having a lot of information actually will not do anything good so you think of it like this so you have a library in your home but you don't read a book that means that library is actually a waste similar to that you gained a lot of information but if you're not acting on it that means that information went on waste unless you act on your information the information stays useless so uh, I, that actually kind of reminds me of a similar saying from a different book uh, it says like if you have money and if you don't spend the money and invest or save the money and also if you don't gift the money to someone else if you don't do the three things money is actually not worth money like it's not a useful thing if you're if you're not doing it all these three things so similar to that like if you have information and if you're not acting on that information that means that information is useless for that one he actually encourages us to you know create things in this section obviously like if you're creating things starting a project and a lot of things it's actually the same process and uh, for different type of projects they'll be having different uh, phases like how it started and how it's ended so i'm not going to go deep on that but i got two strategies from here which seems to be really good and both are actually for like you know how to overcome procrastination so the first strategy mentioned in this book is archipelago of ideas and if you don't know what is an archipelago i didn't know either so i had to google it it's basically a group of islands a small group of islands 
So that's what called the archipelago. And I'll probably stick with the like the outline method because it's really hard to pronounce archipelago. In the outline method, the idea will be like this. For any project to start, the scariest part is going to be the blank space. So that reminds me of one of the day in my office because that day we had to prepare a documentation for something that we are going to do. The thing is that I know exactly what I'm going to do. How can I start? How can I end? I can't even say how much time it's going to take. Everything, it's actually ready and I know perfectly. When I started writing the documentation, it really gave me like, it went completely blank. I don't know where to start. I don't know how to, as if like, I don't even know how to write a thing. Then I tried this method. So in the outline method, just like the group of islands, instead of starting from like the introduction and titles and everything, you just start in the middle just the section what exactly you know you can start from that so the, there were four points that i want to make so i just put four titles as the four points then i started writing beneath that and each point and like i started writing and it went fluently it's all good then i found like there are a couple of points i, I can say common for all these topics so I started writing on the above and like within two hours, I almost finished most of the part of the documentation. And obviously the title, introduction, conclusion, those kind of things that still was pending for me. But like apart from that, majority of the activities were actually done. But if I stick with the introduction and conclusion at first, then I would have taken the entire day just for writing those two things. But now I had everything cleared within like two hours and everything was completely done. All the diagrams were added. Now I only had to write the introduction and diagram. So exactly like that. So instead of starting with the blank page, you just throw all the idea that you have. It doesn't need to be in the order because that's the one good thing uh, when you're taking notes in a laptop. You can actually move in between. So you can actually write in any order, maybe you can actually start it as a bullet point. You can start developing on that point. Afterwards, you'll have the proper structure. It'll give you the traction and it'll get rid of the friction and everything will be easy when we start working on it. The second strategy is also kind of similar to this, which is called the Hemingway Bridge. It was a method used by the famous novelist, Ernest Hemingway. It was said that when Hemingway writes, when he finishes a chapter, he won't just close the work and just take a nap. He will jump to the second chapter and he'll prepare the outline for the second chapter before he closes for the day. So and that actually makes sense. So when you're working on something and you're already close to finish, that means you're already on the zone. So he utilized that focus to prepare something for the next chapter. Unless he has some solid points for his next chapter, he will not close the first chapter when you think of it like it's basically like uh, instead of starting on a blank page you can start on an outline if you are starting your day and the outline is already there that means it's much more easier and much more helpful to jump into your zone so that is the two strategies that i mentioned which will be helping for overcoming procrastination also similarly, uh, I also do one thing like uh, when I close before a day, if I have to collect any of the documentation or like gather data, I usually do it in the night before the activity and like I also keep a to-do list 
uh, which is basically a date with the .txt and inside that I'll have all the list of things that I need to do the next day. So that when I open the next day, I already have everything in hand and instead of wasting time or like just, you know, procrastinating, I can actually jump into that. I can actually start work on it. That's actually a cool bit. And it's not something that I would use every single day because like I work on various projects. So the style is going to be different. I know that's going to be the same for you. So most of the ideas that actually may not work for you. But the fact is there is going to be some aspect that you can make use of these strategies. So this is the overall concept of building a second brain. So first thing is you need to have a habit of capturing the ideas. So whenever you come across an idea, create a habit, immediately capturing into a note. You don't have to explain it in detail, just capture it. Only you need to remember it. Then organize this ideas into a like proper file structure. So the parameter I, I've seen in reviews, like people are actually having mixed opinions about the parameter, but for me, it really worked. And for me, that's the first time that I'm syncing all my files between devices using Google Drive. And I'm still using the free version. I'm not even using the paid version. So that is actually a win for me. And then connect between ideas. When you have multiple topics at your hands, multiple ideas that you stored, and if you feel like you can use any of this for any other project, you can actually try to connect in between. And Feynman's dozen question method that actually will work for you better. It's actually a systematic approach that we would do anyway, but like we will, it's kind of enforces you to do the activity. So when you create a project, you can consider both outline method and the Hemingway bridge that will actually make your life much easier. And also after that, like the author also mentioned some of the habits that a note taker should have. So it's basically like create a checklist or like weekly review, monthly review, those kind of things. So it's not just having a file structure. You also need to make sure everything is actually organized according to that file structure. So it's it's best if you take some time once in a week, once in a month, review all the folders and structure, move it accordingly, move the unnecessary folders into archive folder and keep it neat. At the end, you will have a second brain and you will have an uncluttered desktop and also you'll have a friction free environment to create new things. So. That's all for today's episode. I hope you learned something new today. Please stay tuned for the upcoming episode and thanks for listening.